So the last few months we've been learning Hilchas Tefillah and the various Dilemma Chaplain to Tefillah. So I was thinking for the next few weeks to play this Adol, where we could like to talk about um, the Tefillahs and the different Dilemma of Tefillah as they apply to the Yom and Nero. There's some Malachas which are well known, which will just do Chazara for the sake of learning the whole Sugya. And there's some interesting Malachas which are not so well known, which we'll discuss by Zerashem. Okay, so let's first talk about the Tfilas of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. It's a category in its own. And afterwards we'll talk about the Tfilas of Sukkot, which is also the different dinner. So as we know, the dinner of Rosh Hashanah, <coughs> the Gemara already tells us that there's two unique changes to the Tfilas of the Seris and Mechiva. The one is that instead of saying HaKadah Kodesh, you say Amen HaKadosh. Um, the other one, instead of saying Whatever the Nusach is during the year of either Melech, Ayyad, Sok, or Mishpat, or the Nusach of somebody showing the Kel, Ayyad, Sok, or Mishpat, we change it to Hamelech, or Mishpat. Now, this is to explain firstly the reason for that, why do we change the Nusach of the Tfilah, and Dafka now. So, we know obviously that, as I'll tell us, that it's a Zman of, of the Kodesh Baruch who's acting like a Melech. And we made a, so we understand, instead of talking about Hashem is Oyev, Tzedak, or Umeshbat, which is two different Anhagas, so we have the primary Anhaga in Zerzi Mechava is Anhagas Umeshbat, so we just say Meshbat, Melech Umeshbat, rather than Tzedak or Umeshbat. Similarly, when it comes to Hakel HaKadosh, Kel is the name of Hashem's Chesed. Like we we'll talk about different Shemas of Hashem, referring to different Midas of Hashem. So it's Tzedkoscha Kaharare Kel. The name Kel means Hashem is as the one that does chesed, so in the beginning of Shemesh, when we say Hakel, Hagodol, Hagibor, Vaneira, Hakel means Hashem is the Baal Chesed, and that's not the primary way that Hashem is judging us with. That's how it's to make Shavu, so we change it to Amen. Some people say in Ben Shavu, so Hakel, Hazonah, Hazonah, Hazonah. And then also, Hakel would mean Melissa Chesed. Okay, so now, which is interesting, because we know that Rosh Hashanah is, is the day of the Mishpat, Yom Kippur, we would think of more as a day of Rachamim. But nevertheless, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are both uh, classified by days of Mishpat. And in matter, we, we, both of them refer to Hashem as a Melech, uh, rather than a normal phrase, which is a Kel. Uh, that's something which is Ma'akiv, everyone knows. And therefore, if a person says the normal Nusach of a Kel instead of a Melech HaKadosh, so he's not yet a Shmuel Esra, he's going to have to repeat the whole Shmuel Esra again. Uh, why is it like that? So there's two there's two different kinds in Shukha, two different kinds of uh, mistakes that a person can make in Shmanasra. The one is what's the get to something which a person leaves out, such as Yahweh or something like that, which means he was meant to include a mention of Yamtaf or Shabbos or whatever it would be in the Shmanasra and he left something out. That's one category of of mistake in Twitter. And there's a second category of mistake in Twitter, and that refers to someone saying the wrong thing. So it's a toss. It's not just that you left something out you was meant to say, it's a mistake, and then it was the wrong thing to say. Where's enough Kamina? So this is something which is not so well known. The Achronim bring a shitza of one of the, I'm mean, is actually the, the Rebbe of the Magad of Rome, his name was Avila Peslava. And he said that if a person makes a mistake, and says Hakel HaKadosh on Lel Rosh Hashanah, he doesn't have to go back. Now, what's this for? 
just like if a person forgot to say Halavi Yavoy on Lel Arish Chodesh, one doesn't go back because one's only Makadish the Chodesh Biyam. And Mimele, if a person left out Halavi Yavoy on the night of Rish Chodesh, he doesn't have to go back. So he says, Who are they? Rish Hashanah is a Rish Chodesh. And if you only Makadish the Chodesh Biyam, so Mimele, then the dinim of Shari Ma'akib in the day. And that's why he says that if a person would, just like if a person would, would forget to say Halavi Yavoy at night, he wouldn't have to go back. Same thing if a person forgot to say Amalekha Kodesh at night, he wouldn't have to go back. The Akhronim don't agree with this Chiddush. There's two different reasons why they don't agree with the Chiddush. The first reason they don't agree with the Chiddush is as far as we gave before. And that is, Rosh Chiddush is an addition to Shemona Yisrael. It's not changing Shemona Yisrael, it's adding to Shemona Yisrael. It's Mashim Nasaf. It's an addition. So if it's Ma'akiv, so then if you didn't say it, you won't do it. So if it's not Ma'akiv, so then you say Shemona Yisrael without it. So if I know Rosh Hashanah, Yarabiyav is not Ma'akiv, so then you say Shmones without Yarabiyav too. If in the daytime it's Ma'akiv, it means you left out something you had to say. So you may have to repeat the Shmones. Whereas if you said a Kala Kaddish, instead of a Melech Kaddish, perhaps you said something wrong. Because Rat Nashim is not acting like a Kel, which means it's Melech Chesed. Rat Nashim is acting like a Melech Samishpat, as a king. And we made a person didn't just leave out something, he said the wrong thing. And we made it, he wasn't yet to Shmones because. It was a mistake rather than an omission. That's the first svara why we don't pass it like this chiddush of Rav the Passover. And the second svara is the Mishnah Bruz, the Charetzion, is tied on him. And he says that we know that the bracha and Rosh Hashanah of HaKadosh, which we change from Elech HaKadosh, isn't just changing the last line. Really, we change the whole list of HaBracha. We start with Vachain, Tain Pachtacho, Vachain Tzadikim Yerav Yismachu, Vasimlech HaTashem Levadecho, the whole bracha is a different bracha. And if that's the case, if a person would say that whole long Nusach bracha and then finish Hakel HaKadosh, it could be that's neither here nor there. That's no bracha. There's either a bracha of Atah Kodesh, Hashim HaKadosh, Baracha Tashem, Hakel HaKadosh, should be said the whole year. Or there's a whole long Nusach of the bracha of Rosh Hashanah, which will finish Baracha Tashem, Hamelech HaKadosh. But how do we know that if you'd say... That's for sure, all those added paragraphs. Right, but if a person said the paragraphs, and then said Hakel HaKadosh, it could be its worst. Because it could be that's neither here nor there, that's not a bracha at all. So he, the Mishnah, the Sharetzian deals with what would be if a person forgot everything. He just said the regular Atal Kodesh, and Baruchat Hashem HaKadosh Kodesh. So then in the case like that, maybe that would be a mockum to think about this Kodesh. But regardless, we don't pass Kodesh. And therefore, even if on Lel Shoshana, a person would accidentally say Akela Kodesh, instead of Hamelech Kodesh, he would have to repeat Yishman Esri. Also, when Yantif, if you leave that Yad, you have to go back. Right. So, Why? Because he says Roshan is like Roshkhaidish. Roshan really is Roshkhaidish. So you can't make it at night. So on Yantif, you know that it's Yantif because you already know when the Roshkhaidish was. Whereas by Roshkhaidish, they would only know the day when Roshkhaidish was. So it's going to be about Because that's his firm. Like I said, the person doesn't really pass him like that. Now, if a person realizes he said Akel HaKadosh, so the so halacha is. If he corrects it within Tafid and Dibur, so then he can, he can still continue Shemun Ezra. There's Baruch Hashem HaKadosh HaKadosh HaMelech HaKadosh, and he can keep continuing Shemun Ezra. Rav Shlomo Zalman pointed out a very interesting thing. And Rav Shlomo Zalman said, correcting it means, not that he realized he made the mistake, and has to think what to do. Correcting it means you said the right words within Tafid and Dibur. Why? Because Tafid and Dibur is a share of speech. So if a person says, Baruch Hashem, Amalekha Kaddish is still connected to the Baruch Hashem. Whereas the person is Baruch Hashem and stops to think, what am I going to do now? In the meantime, 
he goes past the time and takes to say four words, then he's lost the bracha. It's not a, when he says later on, it doesn't connect to what he said previously. And remember, if a person says, then that would still be the Melech HaKadosh is connected to the words Baruch HaTashem. As opposed to Baruch HaTashem, Oi, what are you doing now? Ah, Melech HaKadosh is too late. As long as it connects to the words he said before, so he won't be able to like that. Now, that's as far as Melech HaKadosh. If a person later on isn't sure what he said, he's thinking, did I say Melech HaKadosh, did I say Melech HaKadosh? So now, this is it's a very shkhechus question. Not just in Rosh Hashanah, but specifically through our service to other. Because we have the regular Shmuel so just with the change of our Kara Kaddish and Melech HaKaddish, I'm trying to think, like, one thing, I'm not sure I said the right thing. So the question the person can answer, like, deal with is, at what stage do we say that he's, he has a suffix? In other words, if a person finished our Kara Kaddish, or whatever, the Melech HaKaddish, and then in the middle of our Tachon, he thinks, one second, did I say the right thing or not? It's very different if after you finish from the history, he now thinks back that I say the right thing or not. Why? Because people don't remember. And therefore, at the time, I wasn't sure what I said. So then it's likely that a person didn't say the right thing because people say what they're more used to saying, which is like Kaddish. Whereas if later on a person starts thinking, what did I say? It could be he said the right thing. He just doesn't remember. And that's why in Paskin, from Zaman also, that... If a person is still in the middle of Shemun and now he starts wondering, did I say Kera Kodesh or Amelech Kodesh, he'd have to go back. If he's already finished Shemun and now he starts to think about it, and he's not sure, then we're going to say, maybe he said the right thing, and he's forgotten. So then he wouldn't have to go back. Unless he knows he said the wrong thing, which is a different case. We're talking now if he has a suffix. They say that if a person is diving from inside the maxim. Especially in Rosh Hashanah, he doesn't know the whole Nusrach of the Chintayim, Tachlacha, and everything else, Palpeh. So he's diving inside the Mahsa, then he can assume he said Amelech HaKadosh, because he's reading inside. Whereas if a person's diving from memory, so then it's more likely he will forget and go back to what he's used to. That, that is brought down by the, by the post. That's true. So that's the den of Amelech HaKadosh. When it comes to Amelech HaMishpat, so the Mahsa for us, if Ramah says, doesn't make such a difference, because... Since I the whole year anyway is Melech. It's a Melech Oyev Stok Mishnot, Kel Oyev Stok Mishpat, which was the Nusach of the other Rishonim of the Torah. So we've mentioned Melech and Mishpat. So when you have it, you wouldn't have to go back, even if he didn't make the change and say Melech Mishpat instead of Melech Oyev Stok Mishpat. What's the Nusach during the year? The Torah brings the Nusach as a Kel Oyev Stok Mishpat. And then if a person would say that and says to me, sure, you have to go back because he never mentioned the matter. Right. That's the that's the din of um, going back into ministry. Now, there's an interesting halacha. And that is if a person made a mistake on Del Shabbos in Shemona Esrei, can he be, let's say the chazan, on Del Shabbos made a mistake in, in Shemona Esrei, can he use the bracha main shava, the magin avos, as a repetition of the Shemona Esrei he doesn't repeat Shmona Esrei. Uh, Rukhiva Eger famously brings this and says one can. So the Khazan, if you would make a mistake on the, on the Tfer of Shmona Esrei, of the Al-Shabbos, when he does the Chazara of Magen Avis Pivari, and Baruch HaTashem HaKadosh HaShabbos, that's considered like a Shmona Esrei. And you can attack the Melech HaKadosh that way also. Because since we say, in the Nusach of Magen Avis, the Melech HaKadosh HaShabbos, so remember, that can be a replacement for the Shmona Esrei if you made a mistake and didn't say, this is assuming that, that all the other Shmona Esrei, he could also 
The chazan himself makes a mistake in the regular shachris, he can attack him in the chazan himself. That's right. And, and, and another person? That's no, not so simple. We talk, right now we're talking about the chazan himself. For someone else to be yaitzi with the chazan is not so partial because we say that he's a baki, he could be, yes, it's better for him to repeat. Unless he knows he listened to every word and, you, and he had commanded the whole way through to be yaitzi. So Friday night is better than the rest of the week? So I'm talking about the chazan himself. The chazan on oh, Friday chazen night, right? Chazen. So he makes oh. a mistake, he oh. can make it up by the baruch bracham and shalom. Oh, but that's another person. Right. Oh, okay. okay, so that's... Can you ask the Chazan, can you step aside? I want to say... Yeah. You make I, it, I want to say the Brachman Inshallah, because I don't want to have to repeat Shemana. That's right. Yeah. If you, the, if you the one saying the Brachman, then you, you take the Shemana's review. Okay, so that's the dinner of... That's the dinner of um, repeating in those places where there's a mistake. Um, okay. That's... Uh, that's the first addition of the change in Shmonesri of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. What if, if a person left out uh, the Uvachain, Tain Bachtachos, he, 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 he went straight to Amalekha Kodesh. He left out all the middle paragraphs, so we don't find that smart. Even though it's, it's, it's a Nusach of the Twitter of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, but uh, it makes if a person just stills at the Brach of Hashanah Amalekha Kodesh, he still gets to the Brach. Um, that's that's another a less likely mistake, but that's also something which a person that wouldn't have to repeat this one as Shifra. The other change in the Twitter of Shani and Kippa and says Mitchiva is all the additions of Zakhain and Khaim saying uh or Michamaicha or Ksav Khaim Taivim or Sayyid Khaim. As we know those were added by the Gaim. Um very big machikas how they could add it and why we if we have to say it or not. Because we normally don't allow additions of Bichlal in the first three brachas, and especially additions which weren't mentioned about the Gemara. The Minag has become to say it, but the Minag has become to say it. And, but even though we say it, it's not Ma'akev, and if a person would leave out any or all of them, he doesn't have to go back. Um, because of that, if a person remembers when he gets to the bracha, he says, Baruch Atah Hashem, he says, Ah, that's Once he's mentioned Hashem's name, he also shouldn't go back. If it's before Hashem's name, you can go back and say Zechreinu and continue the bracha. If there is Hashem's name, then rather than say uh, Hashem's name for nothing, or even to say Lani Chukecha, which isn't part of Shem Esri, and go back, it's on the case of Shem Esri, which is a very passive, it's better to keep going and not say it. It's interesting, there's different minogim about Nechazah Sashat's. Uh, when we get to those parts of Shemun Ezra, as just the Chazan said, or as everybody said, there's some minhagim where always the Chazan says it, there's some minhagim where always everybody says it first, the Chazan repeats, and there's some minhagim where in the first two, Sechrein and Mekam only the Chazan says, when it gets to Chazan Rechaim Tov and the Chaim, the whole Tzibu says and the Chazan repeats afterwards. That's here. Which is pretty much... We, 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 all of them. Everyone says first. Right. There's three different minhagim. The one that's, the Chutzaris is more common that everyone says everything, and it's more common just by the last two. What would the Sephara be for that? If, if the Sephara is going to say all of them, so why, uh, to repeat, say that loud, why not say all four? Why would the Sephara be dark of the last two, not the first two? So, I saw in the, I think it's uh, the Chida, he brings the Sephara, that Be'etzem, it goes up, we from asking just Kaslein of the Chaim in, in Kaslein of the Chaim in the first bracha, we go to Chaim Tovim, 
and then Zefa Chaim Tovim Mishalim Ravracha Panasi everything else as well. So we're going up in levels, and he made it. If it's going to be something which the tibur is going to, <coughs> so to speak, add a bakasha for, so it's, it's only when we, we don't just ask Chaim and Chaim Tovim or everything else as well that that's when the minag became that everybody would join in. I could say a simpler answer also, and that is that since the Emirates is made in the Rabbanan, so everywhere, anyway, it was really answering that brachas and made the carrier and the chaim tayfim. Whereas in the first two brachas, when the two is just meant to be listening, and the chazan is the one who's diving in, so then we don't have to interrupt him to add him. But the different minhagim in every place, all the minhagim have a source. They ask for some if people should change the minhagim, and so that all the, all the minhagim have makaris, whatever the minhag is, a person should do. Okay, so that's the second point, and that is regarding the other additions of the Goenim. Um, just what's brought down in Mishabura is two points in the accuracy of the diktok. The first one, Mishabura says a person should be makri to say Zachrenu Lechaim with a Shva and not Zachrenu Lachaim with a comment to a Patach. Why? Because Nehras Ladarim, La, can also mean Loi. So it's like he's saying Zachrenu Lechaim, which means Remus not for life. Whereas Le, the Shva, is to life and that can't be misunderstood. And even though the other times we use Lashon La Chaim with Patach or Kamatz, and one we have the same problem, for example, with every night, Ashkivenu, Hashem Rekeinu Shalom, Amidenu Malkeinu La Chaim, which is in the Sikhla Tfilah. So the Mishaburah says it's true, but then when it comes to when asking the Yemadin, we should be more careful with our language. That's not the Lashon of the Mishaburah. Um, the Nukhaira, we could say a little bit more than that also. And so the difference is that the Nusakh of the phrase doesn't make sense otherwise. In other words, you can't say Hamidain Malkainu Laikhaim. If you're waking us up, it's for that. You can't wake up somebody not for that. Whereas if you're saying Zakhrainu, so you could say Zakhrainu for that or Zakhrainu Khasashalam not for that. It's not a stereo to the language to say Zakhrainu Laikhaim. We don't want that, but it, it makes sense. Whereas to say Hamidainu Laikhaim doesn't make sense. You can't wake us up not to live. So the matter there, it's clear that you mean uh, for life. And whereas by Zakhrain, it's not as clear, that's why we should be makhmi to say the Shva and not the Patach. Okay, so that's the, the additions of the, additions of, uh, the extra four things going for it. Now, when you get to the Tfilah of Yom Tif, like we know, the Nusrah of the Tfilah is. So when it comes to Shoshana, we don't say because even if there's a mitzvah of Yom Tif, it's not one of the Mayadim. The Mayadim, specifically those times we go up to meet Hashem, which means the Shoshana regarding. And Rosh Hashanah, even though it's Yom Tif, is not called one of the Mayadim, and that's how we leave out the Nusach of the Mayadim. We just say, Now, what about Rosh Chodesh? It's not just Rosh Hashanah, it's Rosh Chodesh as well. So the post can say we don't have to, the Shachnarach says we don't have to say Rosh Chaydesh because Rosh Chaydesh is included in Yom HaZikara. Why? Because the Pasuk says in the Torah of Rosh Chaydesh Chaychem, we blow Shaypris, Vahayadin, Tcham Zikara, and Ifnele Kaychem. So you see that the Lashon Zikara can mean Rosh Chaydesh too. So we don't have to mention separately, it's already included in Yom HaZikara. Because of that, it's very interesting, the Acharyim will say that if a person says Yanav Yavay on Rosh Chaydesh, and instead of saying, he says, 
Because even that's not the Nusach, which the Chathchila wanted to say Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh is also called Yom Zikar, or at least the word Zikar works for it as well, so he made it, he would be able to be there if he said that. Either under Rosh Hashanah, we don't mention Rosh Chodesh, we just mention Zikar for Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Chodesh is included. Now comes the next question. Can you do it? The Gemara asks the two Pesukim in the Torah about Rosh Hashanah. One Pesuk calls Rosh Hashanah Yom Trua, a day of blowing the Shaifa. The other Pesuk calls Rosh Hashanah Yom Zichron Trua, a day which is a memory to the Shaifa. And on that the Gemara answers that they're both correct because on a weekday we blow the Shaifa so it's Yom Trua, whereas Rosh Hashanah falls in Shabbos like in all this year, so it's a Zichron Trua because we don't blow the Shaifa. And even though, like the Ritva points out, and other Shonim as well, even though the din not to blow the Shaif and Rosh Hashanah was a Takana de Rabbanu, as far as the Torah is concerned, we should blow the Shaif and Rosh Hashanah. So why would the Torah call it the Zichrin Trua? So the answer is in Masmachta. Chazal made up the Takana not for the Shaif and Rosh Hashanah, and Chazal just looked for a, so to speak, a hint, an allusion in the Pasuk, which they could, uh, which they could use to, 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 to connect it to. But for sure, the, the Issa of Rang Shaf and Shoshanah is only at Din Drabana. Now, because of that, the Nusach of the Shemarasa changes. When Rosh Hashanah falls on a weekday, so the Nusach is this Yom, uh, Yom we say Yom Trua, and whereas it falls in, in Shabbos, we say Yom Zichran Trua. What if a person says it the wrong way around? So on a weekday, he'll say Yom Zichran Trua, he'll still be Yaitse, because the Maisa, the Torah calls Rosh Hashanah uh, Zichran Trua also, so it's not wrong. Just when you're going to mention the truth, so then there's a reason why it's better to say Yom Trua. But Lemay says it wasn't, wouldn't be a mistake. Because this is the other way around, and he, and he would say Yom Zichon Trua on the weekday or the other way around on Shabbos. Okay, so there, and Mr. Rupas will it also, that either way around, he's Yotze, he's going to Rosh Hashanah, and he, made it, he hasn't said the wrong thing. Another point, the Bracha Rosh Hashanah. We, as different to every other bracha for the Yom Tov or Shabbos Tvilas, normally we say Makadish Yisrael Vazmanim or Makadish Shabbos. When it comes to Hashanah, we don't just say Makadish Yisrael Vyam Zikaran, we add a phrase Merech al Kol Haaretz. Baruch Atah Hashem, Merech al Kol Haaretz, Makadish Yisrael Vyam Zikaran. If a person leaves out that phrase, but he has he still gets it. If a person just Baruch Atah Hashem, Makadish Yisrael Vyam Zikaran, and he left out the phrase Merech al Kol Haaretz, the Maisa, still said the main point of the bracha, and Mary had still be to the bracha with that. Um, the other last point when it comes to Tzvizah Shoshanah is every time we have a Yom Tif, which coincides with the Shabbos, so the format of Shemun is the Shemun for Yom Tif, and we just add in Shabbos along the way. So we say, and at the end also, uh, we say, again, Shabbos is the Menucha, and uh, and whatever else, kapara and the last one, chos the baruch Hashem, with semerach kavaris makadish hashabbos the Yisrael v'yam azikar. And what happens if a person forgets the adin shabbos? So he only said the nusach for the chol of the of the, and he forgets shabbos also. What's he meant to do? So if he didn't mention shabbos at all, that after he has to go back and daven again because he has to mention shabbos. So he might have davened the good Rosh Hashanah davening, but lemaisa. Without Shabbos, he, he hasn't been yet to Shabbos because he has to mention Shabbos for Shabbos too. Now one last point. Normally on Shabbos we add the words Ritzelim and Chosein. We don't say that on Yom Tov, only on Shabbos. Uh, the reason is, is because Shabbos was a gift, the Gemara said, Hashem gave the Jewish people. And Ritzelim and Chosein means Hashem be happy with the way that you're using your gift. 
whereas Yom Tov wasn't a gift, Yom Tov is something which happened because of something that Klai Yisrael did. And we made it, that's, uh, so we, we're celebrating it, but it's not like it was a gift, and we're showing Hashem, we're using His gift well. Uh, there's an argument in the post game, if when your Kippur falls in Shabbos, you say, Reseb Menuchasena. Why? Because you're fasting. And it could be a person's fasting, is not for Menucha. So, does the Menuchasena go on not doing Menucha? So, Hashem, be happy with our rest, we're not doing Menucha. Which guys would apply to Yom Kippur too? We're not doing Menucha. Or Reseb Menuchasena is the fact that we have Menucha on Shabbos, we enjoy Shabbos, and part of it would be eating and enjoying Shabbos through the service. And on Yom Kippur, when we can't enjoy Shabbos, you'll be keeping Shabbos, you won't be enjoying Shabbos. So, according to that, we shouldn't say, save the Chosein on Yom Kippur, which was Shabbos. And that's how the Mishnah Paskins as well. Mishnah Paskins, save the Chosein, means on our enjoying Shabbos. And on Yom Kippur, where we're fasting, we can't, we can't say the Nusach or save the Chosein because we aren't, we aren't enjoying Shabbos, so we'll be fasting this week. Whereas Rosh Hashanah is not like that, because Rosh Hashanah, even though it's, there's, it's, it's not the kind of Shabbos we normally spend with more elaborate service and more time for things, since we're allowed to eat, we can still say, it's Eben Nechoseinah, we can still enjoy the service of Rosh Hashanah. Shabbos don't delay Kippur. Sorry? Shabbos don't delay Kippur. Right, Shabbos don't delay Kippur. And now, the last point, uh, it's brought in the first game also, and this is some of his explanation. Shachnarach brings, even though normally, all the, the whole year round, Mispanalim Belachash, we should dabble quietly. He says, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim, Nagim Dome Bakora. People should dabble in the lat. That sounds, like, obviously, he's talking about those parts of the Torah, which people normally dabble quietly. He says, it was, the miracle was to dabble in the lat of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And I heard him ask, well, that doesn't make sense. If the reason we don't normally dabble in the lat is because you're going to disturb everybody else, so for sure, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, you don't want to disturb other people, so why would there be an Indian to dive in the lad? And that's one question. The other reason why it's brought not to dive in the lad is that a person who is saying al-khayt, for the drunk, other people shouldn't hear what he's saying. And if that's the case, the Pashonian Kippah, which is a day when you say al-khayt, there would be a reason not to dive in the lad. So the Akhrayim asked on the Shulchan Aruch, um, why would he be mad here to dive in the lad? Other of it, the Akhrayim, there'd be a good reason here for Dafka and Shulchan Kippah not to dive in the lad. Um, it remains, like I heard him say, a question of the Minogin. And, and that's why in the Shul, where the Minogin is, people don't have a Roshan and Kippur, everyone's quiet and Shemesh, right? And for sure, a person has to follow the Minogin. But davening it out, no one else is going to disturb everybody else. And in Mary, you should daven uh, quietly as well. Also, they bring down Bachana, that it says Bachana, that a tefillah was Raks for Sal, Nois, Hokayla, Yeshama. Her mouth moved, but her voice wasn't heard. And we know that Chana davened the Roshana. So we see that even if you want a scriptural reference from the fact that Rosh Hashanah was davening was quiet, so they bring Raya from Chana that she davened quietly. Okay, so those are the those are the two sides to the question of how to Rosh Hashanah get. But the question come out basically, it'll be dependent on the minute of the place the person is. What's the minute to do? Um, one last point. It's also brought in the Shacharach that there was a minute on Rosh Hashanah for a person to daven with his head bent. Not to daven standing straight, but because come with the kaif in the shdaitit fanichre, the, the more person bends themselves. So it shows there's some sort of being submissive. And Rosh Hashanah is better, so there was a minag for people to daven bent over, not to stand straight. Now there are two important halachas if a person wants to do that, to take into consideration. The first one is brought in the Mishnah Burr, and that is a person is allowed to bend over during davening as long as he doesn't add to the kriyas, which means 
you can't be bent over at the beginning or the end of any of the brachas. Because you only have to bend down at the beginning and end of Avas and the beginning and end of Modim. So the person wants to do that, he has to stand up straight at Tagibah and Hashem, then he can bend over and he's finished with Amatah, the Achis Mesmus to stand straight again. At Tagibah, he stands straight and he can go down again until Barachat Hashem and the Chukah, he to stand up straight again. That's the one halacha. The other halacha, and that is, a person has to be standing in Shemun Hashem. Uh, standing in Shemun And if a person is leaning on something, that's considered like sitting. He's not yet in Shemun like that. And if a person is bending over and, and he's supporting himself on a chair or a table or a stander, he's not standing. Mm-hmm. He's holding his weights on his hands. That's not standing. He's better off standing normally. He's just Shemunetsu or he's bending over mm-hmm. and supporting himself on something. That's not called standing. And he's not yet with that. Even for people who don't bend on Shemunetsu, everybody bends for Vidri on Yom Kippur. That's the halacha. And the same thing applies. Vidri has to be by mid. has to be standing. So if a person is bending over and supporting himself on a stander or a chair or whatever it is, so then you should rather say really standing straight. Because if he's holding on to something, just a little bit, inclined to forward, yeah. yeah. But if he's going to be, he has to now support himself with his hands, and then it's not going to stand and he's not going to be at severe either. Yeah.